This is Wahasu, the World Happiness Summit. Feel the science. Yes. Thank you. So we are so happy to have you today, especially that it's International Day of Happiness at the World Happiness Summit. What better way to celebrate than to have Romero here share a little bit about his story and his uh, method behind art and why it's so important for you to paint happiness. Well, first of all, I'm really happy to be here today. Thank you so much for the invitation. And uh, in the world that we live, it's so important for us to stop and just kind of reconnect and, uh, and, and celebrate this beautiful thing to be alive and uh, you know, be you know, here in, in, let's say, us live in America, you know, and, um, and some part of the world that we have so many possibilities and freedom. And, um, but, you know, I, since I was a kid, I always liked colors, you know, and I could never tell why, and I just like colors. And uh, I, I like drawings, and, uh, and there was a point that I wanted to, um, you know, maybe I should have a job, but I never thought that art would do anything to me you know, my life, and it was just like something was that I liked doing, but, you know, I never went to art school, and then um, my thought was to be a diplomat, to go to diplomacy, uh, and then travel the world, meeting people, speak different languages, and, uh, but then when I was in law school, I realized I was miserable, and then I made this kind of move that was crazy, and I quit law school in my fourth semester, and I just dive into art. And uh, as I keep doing my work, people keep telling me, oh my God, your art made me happy, your art made me feel this way. I remember once a lady got, you know, got so many of my pieces and she just had you know, a cancer operation. She was going through a treatment of cancer and then she wanted to be surrounded by my art. But I had so many stories. And, um, and, and then I started realizing that my art was, you know, I loved doing that, but I never thought it would be like, you know, the reaction was like that. And then I started like, wow, I can't believe that people like what I do this way, you know? Because when you're a young guy, you know, you question yourself, is that good, is that whatever? And, and the more you show, the more, you know, comments comes. And, uh, and sometimes if you do an exhibition in a museum, in a gallery or whatever, and art critics, they can kill you. But it was always this question, what I'm doing is, is okay, if it's like, it means anything, you know? But, you know, I, I started realizing, you know, self-reflection, that my art made me feel good. And, and I was super thrilled to know that my art made other people feel good. And, and today, I know, I, I, you know, people react to my art and then, you know, it's just been like an amazing success. It'd be an incredible journey and I'm very grateful for it. I'm happy to be here today to talk about happiness. So I, my, my hope, thank you. My hope is that, you know, I want to create images of happiness and hope. And there you go. And you have done that. Um, many of you don't know that during the pandemic when uh, the schools went online, right? right? Very early in the pandemic. And there was a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, questions on how to you know, engage students and do in, in such. And you came on, Romero, remember? You came on and you did a, a class for the uh, Broward County School District, which is, I think, the number six largest in the, in the country. And you were, yeah, giving, you were 
giving back to, to, to the kids and to the community because I know that's very important to you. Everybody sees your life, you know, you're having fun and you're happy and the artist is happy in Miami and Brazil, right? But uh, tell me a little bit of how important it is to do your work with children or with hospitals. I know you do a lot. Well, I, uh, the first time I did got involved with a charity event here in the U.S. was many, many years ago with the American Red Cross. And then I, I was like, wow, I can help people with something that I created. And it was a great feeling. And ever since, I keep you know, doing more things with charity organizations. I work with so many organizations. And uh, it's a good thing, and I suggest to anybody to volunteer, do things. I wish I could do even more. Some time ago, one of my staff told me, we should just transform the entire organization into a foundation. But we can't at this point, but eventually we'll, I will do, uh, we will do that. But it's a good thing, right, that you can do something to others. You don't need necessarily need to know them personally, but just being part of the whole process that, you know, I do something, you do something, and everybody together do something, you know, spectacular. So I'm very grateful to be able to do with my art and, uh, and be able to help people. So today, uh, on, on the, the third day of the summit, we focus a lot on community, right? And, uh, and we've talked about the impact. So uh, we've had um, scientists, we've had professors, um, physicians, and many of them, their work has impacted so many people that they don't even know, you know the impact, and very much like your work through art, how it's rippled and have, has had a positive impact around the world um, by having this life, this life, really. It's, it's happiness, it's hope, and it's life. And, and I think during these times, it's so important to also uh, focus on, on what is going right and what is beautiful. And your art certainly does that. Um, I think we can, we can all agree on that. Let me ask you about Brito Palace. What is your vision with Brito Palace? Why did you create it? You're this amazing, you have a huge studio. I think it's the largest artist studio in the world. Yeah. And uh, you have all um, your uh, mementos there and family pictures and pictures with the queen, with the prince, with presidents, with everyone, with children. What is your vision with Brito Palace? Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's so important to have a place, you know, that you go to work every day and then you can share with your team, you know, you know, beautiful, you know, space. And, you know, we try our best to make our work environment be very special. And, um, and at the same time, we have things there, you know, throughout the walls. And as you can mm -hmm. see, you know, a reminder of what we've done in the past because I think, you know, it's such a great thing that every time in the morning, like, that goes to this, you know, what happened today, 20 years from now, you know, if we, if we don't have a picture or a video, or mostly a picture because of video people, you know, turn off the TV. But I think it's so important that any, you know, anything that make you happy or any memories that make you happy from your family, friends, or any experience you have, you put on your wall because you're going to look at that. You're going to remind you of something that you did, and you're going to be a great feeling in your heart. A lot of times people put things in their attic, you know, something that you love it and stay there for the rest of people's lives, and you never see it. But I think it's important that if you have anything that reminds you, and that's what the palace is about. And uh, I've been very blessed and lucky, 
you know, to have a incredible team, you know, mm -hmm. without them, I couldn't do that just by myself. So it's like a, like a teamwork and uh, like a dream teamwork. We all together do that. And, uh, you know, with the new CEO, also Lucas, that he's just like, has an incredible vision as well. And, um, you know, so, I mean, we all, you know, working on that. And, uh, and I, I would love in the future to be, to be able to be open to the public. Unfortunately, we can't be open to the public, but we have special tours that we organize and people come over there. Uh, we constantly having guests there, but it's so special and I wish in the future we're gonna open to the public and people could go without being invited. They can just go and visit, you know, but it's gonna happen and you know, we're working on that. So one of the things that, that we were talking about yesterday, one of the topics was um, well-being and, and happiness at work. And aside from, um, from being an artist, you're also a leader within your organization, along with, with Lucas Vidal, your CEO. Um, some of the things that impacted me were, one, a lot of your team came to the conference. So I think that was amazing that you opened up to your team. And in the, yes. And the other thing is the kitchen is huge and it has one communal table and it's, I don't know, 40 or 50 uh, chairs, but it's, yeah, you know, it's about 80 chairs. Okay, 80 chairs. Yeah. And it's that sense of, of everybody together. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so that was something that I saw there. Let me ask you, how do you lead? How do you lead this team through, um, through this difficult period that we've had? How do you kept them motivated and engaged? Well, I mean, listen, I, uh, you know, this is something that we never, all of us, the whole world never went through. And I must say, if I didn't have in that moment, because I've I tried so many times, because I never went to business school, I never went to art school. Everything I did was just started like, I wanted to do my best every day, and I always tried to get great people. I didn't know anything about accounting. I got a, a great accountant, accountant, always trying to team up with nice people and that they knew more than me. But this time, if I didn't have the, you know, Dr. Vidal had just started. If I didn't have him there to help go through the process, I don't know how that would be because it was pretty difficult because all of a sudden there was nobody wanted to come to, I mean, couldn't go to work yeah. and it was not the, there was nobody. I mean, we had a huge team at Alessandro. I was just me and Dr. Vidal going every day to, you know, um, to work because I went every day to work. I didn't miss a day. Wow. So, and, you know, and so it, it was, you know, a combination, you know, me creating my art and, uh, and Dr. Lucas Vidal, Lucas, you know, um, figuring out everything else about the business because I was just so like, it was too much, you know, it's like, it, it was one of the situations that I, you know, nobody expected that. And um, so anyway, here we are. And I've been very grateful for a lot of collectors. You know, there was a collector from England that she stayed here in her place in Miami. And every time that I create a piece of art, I did so much work during the pandemic. And, um, and she bought so much of my work. So she was really an angel and uh, a beautiful lady, so. So fantastic, so it's, it's the leadership that needs support and it's yeah. really this idea that we know 
it's the team, right? Yeah. Really? And uh, one last question, and this is something that we've talked about before, that perhaps when you're going to paint, before you're going to paint, perhaps you're not feeling happy, but you make a decision to paint something that will make others happy. And it, what is the process for you? Well, I have done, so many people through the years ask me, are you a happy guy? Because my art is so happy, right? Colorful, fun. I never, you know, I, I never create like things. I've done a long time ago, but now, you know, my work is all up. And then people say, are you a happy person? I was like, it was really, I had the courage little by little to tell people, listen, I'm not, you know, I'm searching for happiness through my art. You know, when I'm creating this piece of art, I don't want to replicate anything sad, or I don't want to do anything that make me, at the, at the process of doing something colorful and fun, it, it just, I put on the music, and all of a sudden, you know, all the, the thing that's bothering me in my head, or whatever, you know, concern, it just keep it going, and then you say, oh my God, the day is over. And tomorrow is coming, it's gonna be another amazing day. You know, so a lot of time we create so much thing in our mind. And, uh, and I'm a kind of person that I think so much about things. And I'm trying my best not to think too much about one thing. You know, and one day a self-reflection was that. Because I, when I want to do something I think so much, and I end up doing it because you, you focus on that. But then something that bothers me, but I think so much, it drives me crazy. So the art was a way that could really kind of like calms me down and all of a sudden the day was over, as I say, and then everything was okay, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was like, uh, I, I, I definitely never want to paint anything dark and horrible. I don't want, I don't think nobody wants also to bring anything, you know, um, to their home that is depressive or nobody wants to say, I'm gonna go to a restaurant to, you know, suggest to a friend, listen, this is a restaurant so great. It's so depressive. The food is horrible. <laughs> no, you know, imagine nobody's going to say that. Oh, go to that restaurant. It's so depressed. It's so awful. You're going to love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so, a great point. You know what I mean? Yes. So nobody, go to that place. They're going to make you feel terrible, your children or whatever. Yeah. So I think the idea is to be surrounded by fun things, things that you love, things that you treasure, yeah. things that you appreciate. And then all those little things that make you feel like, you know, feel that you feel good. Yeah. And then you feel like, wow, this is amazing, you know, and be at the moment. That's another thing that, you know, I've been like practicing a lot to be at the moment, enjoying right now. Well, we certainly enjoyed you coming here yeah. today and sharing no, thank you. your story and, you know, from around the world, sharing your art, which does make us happy. So thank you, yeah. Romero. Thank you yeah. for coming. No, my pleasure. You're listening to the World Happiness Summit podcast. For more information, check out our website at worldhappinesssummit.com or send us an email at contact at Thank you for listening.